This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Backpacking Podcast. As always, I'm here with my good friend and a man whose beard is starting to look familiar again. My good friend, Jeremiah Stringer. How are you, my friend? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. If anybody wants to see this beautiful beard, make sure you're watching on the Backpacking Podcast YouTube channel, where we'll be live streaming here coming soon, exclusively upon... The more of you that are subscribed, the more of you are going to get to see these live streams. And uh, Jeremiah, we are fortunate tonight to have another great sponsor for this for this live stream. Oh, yes, we are. Warbonnet. That's right. Sewn with pride in Colorado, USA. Uh, we both had a chance to use Warbonnet gear over the last year. Uh, I've gotten a chance to use the Thunderfly tarp, which is just so easy to set up. It's It basically sets itself up, and when you're a dummy like me, that's a great thing. And uh, definitely enjoyed using that. I know you've used the Ridge Runner hammock. Yes, the Ridge Runner hammock. Actually, I I took a guy out that had never been backpacking before this previous weekend, and we had quite the interesting time. But uh, he had complained to me that he couldn't sleep in a hammock. And I was like, well, maybe you haven't found the right one. I said, I have this Warbonnet bridge hammock. So it's got a flat lay. Um, You put spreader bars in there. Just a slightly different lay than your gathered end hammock. It's got pockets, all kinds of awesome stuff, and I had him to put my pad in there because it actually got down to the low 20s, and he stayed warm. Well, you said he never sleeps well, and he slept like a baby the whole night. And not the baby that, like, cries and screams all night long, but the baby that actually <laughs> enjoyed their night's sleep, right? Yes, and I'm sure that uh, he was wishing that he had one of their Diamondback top quilts. Because Ooh, if you didn't know, nice. Warbonnet, uh, they actually also make their own top quilts. So you can use those on a pad in the, on the ground in a tent. Or if hammock is your thing, pair it with the bridge hammock, and uh, you're good to go. Yeah, big thank you to Warbonnet for being our sponsor tonight. Jeremiah, we are fortunate to have a world-class hammock camper tonight hammock hiker hammock backpacker a guy who has through hiked the at who has hiked many of the major trails throughout the midwest and whose channel has probably put out more how-to hammock videos than we've put out videos and that is <laughs> mr frozen himself from outdoor adventures how are you doing man i'm doing excellent thanks for having me on guys oh man for this sure. is one of those ones we were hoping to get you on here at some point we knew it had to happen <laughs> So, so you, we got we got to go show you some love real quick because the comments come in like immediately. Uh, says uh, all things outdoors. Says Shug showed me how to hammock. Syntax showed me some really cool spots to hike. Frozen taught me about endless available gear with some of the best reviews in the biz. Enjoyed his vids for a while. Thank and, you, thank uh, you. And I shoved it down your throat too. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> and we got Pennsylvania representing tonight. So uh, Ben McMillan <laughs> from Hilltop Packs is on here. He's also from Pennsylvania. So we definitely got some Pennsylvania going on tonight. Definitely got some Pennsylvania going on. It looks like we might have some Hawaii. I see wow. Aloha, Aloha on there. So cool. That's pretty cool. Um, so let's talk a little bit about you. I, I have to must. let you know something. <laughs> yep. I, I have to let you know something. I've told this to Jeremiah already. 
one of the reasons I wanted to get you on here is because when you did your AT hike a couple years ago, your videos were great, by the way. Um, really you. enjoyed them. But it was the last one, the hike up to Katahdin. And I talked to Jason Wish about this. I don't know if he's on tonight, but I talked to Jason Wish about this. And your hike from the foot of Katahdin up was phenomenal like the the way you interwove like the different memories from the trail and the music and oh, how you did you. all that dude that was awesome like seriously i there are very few times i watch a hiking video and get emotional you know and i'm pretty emotionless for the first for the most part anyways but like that one man when you when you're going up and we're seeing all the memories of all the different things and you hear the music playing and and there was a rumor going that you were going to do something at the top of the mountain there so was that's in the back now. of the head. Yeah, there, that was in the back of the head too. And then you get up to the top of the mountain, and what do you do? You deliver, mm -hmm. and not necessarily for us, but for yourself. And you propose on the top of the mountain. Yep. Tell me about how that hike changed your life. Well, let's go back to the proposal real quick, because I think everybody knew about it except for my now wife, Chrissy. So uh, <laughs> we, had, we had subscribers saying he's gonna, he's totally gonna ask her. I'm like, shh, don't tell anybody. <laughs> uh, the hike, the hike was just unbelievable i was so nervous starting that thing because i was injured when i got on the trail uh, about two weeks later um i realized that hey maybe i can actually do this injured healed up and just my introvertness just kind of went away all these friends started to pop up all these great experiences the cold weather got the heck out of here and just had a blast all the way up to maine when i got to maine i was like totally injured again and it wasn't fun <laughs> at the bottom of it yeah it, no it was it was seriously the greatest experience i've ever done and if, if anybody has a chance to do it get out and just do it there's never going to well, be a good time just do it well i noticed I, I will say for me i watched a lot of your videos before you did it and i watch you now and it it's obvious that 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 trail had an effect on you um you can see it just in your demeanor and how you do things i remember <laughs> I think I think you were hiking. I can't remember where it was, but the trees started turning green. And you just smiled real big and you recognized that the trees were turning green. Yeah. And you spring. made a comment yeah. about that. And I was like, wait a second. That's not snarky, pessimistic frozen. That's like happy, <laughs> optimistic frozen. What's going on here? <laughs> yeah. Coming out. Yeah. So I watched um your you so you did vlogs of the entire trip you had like 60 something episodes right and you yeah you 66 yeah so 66 episodes 66 yeah you're you out there over 100 days and mm. you recorded all throughout and edited and published those and then later down the road you actually put together an entire documentary using your footage and right i, I watched yeah, yeah. that today and i encourage everybody to go check it out it was a great watch and I was curious um, what inspired you to put all that together and how how did you approach it differently than just the trail vlogs that you were doing while you're out on trail? Going into the trail, honestly, I had no idea. First of all, if I was going to make it, what was going to come of it. I could just be, okay, I did the trail. I'm still depressed, still introverted. Nothing could have changed, right? But as the as the kind of the trail progressed, as I got in, into the, you know, about a thousand miles in, I think it was, I realized that. I, something's going on here. Something's changing. My emotions are getting different. I'm feeling all fuzzy and stuff. 
And what I wanted to portray was the story of the change. Everybody has a documentary about the AT. You can look up AT documentary. You can find 300 videos doing the same trek all the way up to Maine. I wanted to tell it from a psychological and a mental health standpoint. And that's what I really set out to do is if you are feeling these, this, this way, this depression that you never thought that, you know, I didn't even think depression was real. I just thought people were just being babies, honestly, until mm. it hit me. Hey, maybe I'm actually depressed. So I put it all together for those people specifically. And I've gotten a ton of comments on that video saying, Hey, I'm doing this next year. And if I got one person to do it next year, then I did the whole job and that two months of editing was well worth it. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say there, there was definitely an effect on you like that. That was one thing. That, I think that's why I liked the, the end video at Katahdin so much was because uh, there on Katahdin, you you saw that here's where you started, where you were like, I'm not getting a trail family. I'm not hanging around people. <laughs> nope. I want to do my own thing. Mm -hmm. And then you get to the end and your trail, you still go on trips with your trail family. You just did yeah. one not too long ago. And yeah, we went down you to even had fresh grounded food for you. Yeah. That. Yeah. That's great. We went down to the foothills and uh, was it 77 miles. And, and we had three people that, or four people that we met from the, from the tramley in there. And then another person from Maine and fresh ground showed up to feed us, which was great. Just a big old reunion again. It was yeah. awesome. <laughs> Now, how did you – I'm curious about this because Fresh Ground is, is renowned. Like everybody oh, knows this guy. Yeah. So how did you guys get hooked up in such a way where he just basically followed you the, the whole way up? Yeah, so I, I remember talking about it when I got my first Trail Magic. It was, a, it was a coffee and a hot chocolate on a freezing cold day. I definitely needed it. I had some oranges too just randomly in Georgia on the side of the road. And I remember saying, man, you know who I really want to meet? Fresh Ground. And in Vermont – which was several hundred miles after that, we met him. Um, he, that year, decided to change up what he does. Usually he is um, just going up and down the, uh, the lower sections of the trail. Uh, he lives up in North Carolina, so he just kind of stays around that area and does it. But this year, or excuse me, it feels like this year, 2019, he decided to follow a couple of the larger groups, my, my family group included. So he was doing that for us. Uh, and another crew known as the Frubble, the Front Bubble. Uh, it had They had like eight or nine people. Um, we just got super lucky, and we kind of hit it off with him. We would joke with him. He would joke with us. Just a lot of chemistry there. And he just he just chose us to and the Frubble to you know help out and wherever he could. And, man, I'll tell you what. I don't know if I could have made it through the whites with the mileage that we did without him because he was carrying – I wouldn't let him carry my gear – but sure, if you want to carry my food back, yeah, sure. That that twenty pounds of hiker through hiker food for sure. Oh yeah, just uh, just so you know, uh, I'm gonna make sure you see some of these comments that are coming in here. Uh, we've got Havana Trailwalker saying, "Frozen, you inspired me to start Aww. my own channel." Awesome. Uh, then uh, we've got Up Trail said, "You talked him into hiking the Superior Hiking Trail when you were on the AT." Hey Bob, how you uh, doing? <laughs> so everybody he knows, knows everybody, Bob. dude. Up I know. Trail knows yep. everyone. <laughs> I know. Uh, here's another one. The whole hike was great to watch as he progressed. We all got invested in waiting for him to finish. Um, and there was one that kind of surprised me. Let me see if I can find it here. Frozen. Our pastor played that clip at our church. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Really? That's crazy. That's awesome. So, uh, yeah. So, I mean, huh. a lot of people, a lot of people are just oh. saying some great things about you. So I know when you do something like that, you're not necessarily doing it for, to get praise, but it, it, 
when you see things like that, that's got to feel good knowing that you've helped people out. You've given people inspiration to do other things. For sure. Um, so let me ask you this. You've done the AT. You've done several big trails. And now you're looking at potentially doing the PCT? Oh, not potentially. It's going to happen. 2024, oh, for sure. Let's talk about it, man. Let's All right, let's talk it. about it. What do you want to know? <laughs> Oh, like, so, so what's the plan? Like, uh, like what are you, have you figured out about when you're going to start or any of that kind of stuff or? Yeah, ideally it would be April, 2024. Um, the, the current position I'm in at my job, uh, will more than likely end around that time. And before I, you know, switch jobs again, I would like to just, you know, roll through there. I'm sending all the money that I've made on YouTube to a bank account that I can't touch until the start of 2024. It's collecting interest. And since the tax return, just got the tax return back. And so far, if everything keeps going the way it is, I'm golden. So that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. My, uh, my, one of my Tramley members, Katmandu, he's going to be going Sobo this year. Uh, I think he's starting in July. So I'm going to be greatly looking to him for, you know, any kind of advice or inspiration. I can't wait to watch him. Well, I know I'm planning on doing the John Muir in uh, 2024. So awesome. who knows if you happen to yeah, like be coming at the right me. time, we may connect up or something yeah, on, on the John Muir. Uh-huh. So that's pretty cool, man. So yeah. so what what is it that made you want to do the PCT? I, I think it's just the next logical step in the progression. I mean, I don't know. I, I did this I did this great AT journey, and I learned so much about myself. Who knows what's going to happen on the PCT? I'll never know if I don't do it, you know? So yeah, on plus the, the views, just the views, obviously. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Those mountains, you don't have those out yeah. here. On the AT, no. <laughs> uh, so I hear, I hear on the PCT, it's a, it's a lot less social. Not that it's not social, and you can't have a trail family, but on the AT, it's like super, super social um, uh, during a typical year. So I was wondering about your trail family. How is it difficult for you? Whenever you have the trail family and then you have people like coming in and leaving and I don't know, I, I did the long trail and you did a hundred miles of it on the AT and we got this trail family over a month and then somebody would leave and you're kind of just like, I mean, you feel bad. There's nothing that you can do, but did that play any on your sake and, and, uh, any any of that type of deal with the trail family? Um, there was a there was a big section of um, Virginia. I think it was like maybe a three hundred nah, two hundred mile section where I was just hiking alone, and, and I'm like, wow, I need to get out of my head. And that's whenever the the people that I had met, some of the people that bef- I met before the Smokies, even the first you know two hundred miles of the trail, I, I met up with the same people again. And it's crazy how it happens. You. You, you, you do your own mileage, you hike your own hike, but then these people just keep coming into your life for some reason. And I will tell you that it was a lot easier having that that support from the whole tramley. Like we would pick each other up when somebody was down. If somebody's having a bad day, all right, let's go camp. Everybody goes to camp. You know what I mean? Go into town, grab a beer, get a burger, go back on the trail the next day, you feel great. So, I mean, with the PCT, the, the plan is to hike with one of my buddies, Murica. And we'll see if it happens. I'm not like weighing in on it 100%, but he seems pretty serious about going with me. And if I can get a buddy to start, that'd be awesome. But, you know, if not, I would totally be okay with being alone as well. You know, 
I got to say something about America too, because America, sorry, I say it right. America. Um, there you go. <laughs> when, when you guys, when you guys did your most recent trip, um, I didn't recognize that dude at all. He had that scraggly wiry beard yeah. on the AT and then he's clean shaven. And I'm just like, yep. who, who I, I literally had no idea who he was. Until I was you just as surprised as you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I who just didn't even look like the same yeah. guy. So physically, like you didn't seem like there, it really affected you a whole lot hiking the AT. Oof. Like a lot of people go out and it, it like they come all, off the trail super skinny and lost all this weight. Did you lose a lot of weight? No, I didn't. Mm, I lost maybe four pounds. So I, I before the trail, I, I knew that I better gain some weight because if I, I'm I'm like 130, 40, 140 pounds soaking wet and that's, I'm just a small dude, you know what I mean? But like I gained 15 pounds before the trail. And at one point I had lost eight pounds and we were in, I want to say North Carolina. And I'm like, wow, if I continue this, I'm going to blow away by the time I get to Katahdin. <laughs> so I had, I had gained some weight. Um, and then I had just figured out what I needed to eat along the way. And I think, it, you know, that was, that's just coming from doing other long trails, like the superior high control, for instance, we, we just ate, you just, you just eat all the time. Uh, so that, that part of me was remained unaffected. However, physically my, my, my knees were absolutely killing me by Vermont. And to be honest, it took a solid year for those knees to heal up to the point where I could go on backpacking trips without being super worried about it. Like I'm okay now, but there was a time where I was like, man, that I permanently damaged my knees. Like they're never going to heal again. So do you worry about I, the, Oh, sorry, John, go ahead. No, I was just saying, I've, I met a guy who works at a local uh, place here in town and he had hurt his knees up. He, I mean, he just said point blank. He said for the next two months he was limping. He said he yeah. just couldn't walk normal after he did the AT. And yeah, going up and down the stairs. The CDT, yeah. I think. I think he's getting ready to go do the CDT next. Oh, that's cool. So, do you worry yeah. about the uh, the quality of the food? I don't know how you eat at home. I assume just like a normal American, but on trail, like you can see from your videos on your resupplies, and uh, I did the same thing on any long distance trip. You eat high calorie dense food, junk food. Yeah. So, how different is that than what you eat at home? And do you worry about the quality of food for that time that you're you know on trail so uh, yeah you're right i I eat like a normal person when i'm at home uh you know full dinner breakfast lunch and dinner um you know just your standard food but when you're out there and a lot of people don't get this but you're you're doing these these miles that, that you know sometimes 20 30 mile days you know not on every day but you know, some days mm. and you you need those calories and then you need that protein at night to recover everything or else you're just going to be hurting. If you don't get those calories, you're not making it to the next campsite. It may work for you on a weekend backpacking trip. You can eat really super healthy in this, but you're going months and it's, it's just not going to work out. And um, I knew that I wasn't eating uh, the right foods when I got to this hostel called The Station. And I can't remember where exactly that was. I want to say maybe maybe Virginia or something. Mm. I'm probably wrong about that, but like that's where I realized, that, hey, I lost eight pounds. It's time to it's hard, it's time to start eating some Snickers. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you you absolutely need the, that those calories to get you going. Yeah, well, you're burning thousands and thousands of calories oh, yeah. a day. There's just no there's no getting around that for sure. No getting around that. Uh, ben McMillan's on here from Hilltop Packs, and he says he's pretty sure it was a frozen Dolly Sods video that about five years ago got me going <laughs> to go to Dolly Sods for the first time. So uh, that's pretty cool. And then 
Another one says, so many hiking vids out there. Nice when there's a personal emotional side to it. Knockout frozen. I don't know if that means we're supposed to punch you in the head. Not knocking me out. Yeah, <laughs> maybe the second you knocked it out of the park. But no, there you go. We'll go with that one. We'll, we'll make it that. We'll make it that. Uh, frozen, are you following or helping any through hikers this year? I, I don't want to say helping. I, I, last year, 2020 was a, was a very interesting year. I, I had originally <clears throat> decided to help uh, three through hikers. It was Wild, New Hampshire, and uh, Frosty, uh, and all that meant was I gave an open line to them to call me day or night. Uh, text, you know, we were on Google Hangouts to say, hey, if you need any information about towns, you got stuck on gear, I will offer my advice as a as a lifeline, so to speak. So I'm not like, here, you need to do it this way. You need to buy this gear. I'm not doing that, which I think was was very misconstrued uh, throughout the hiking community. I, I wish I would have done it like that, but I offered it again out to New Hampshire and Frosty because they're hiking this year. They're doing great so far. Uh, so if they need anything, they just put plug in information in the hangouts group. And I respond with, you know, whatever I think. Well, and it was nice because you gave them kind of a platform too, that they wouldn't have had yeah. otherwise. So that, right. that was really, I just think sometimes just getting that kind of a rub kind of helps with people that are trying to keep up with what they're doing and everything. So that was really cool. Yeah. And some of my subscribers would follow that, follow them. And, you know, the comment section helped me so much on my hike, you know, just throwing subscribers at them to, you know, whoever wants to watch them, it's got to be emotionally helpful to them. How much so, harder is it? whenever you have to um record all it may help you know sometimes too like if if i'm backpacking by myself i at least have the camera to talk to at times but how much does it hurt or help having to actually record everything and edit i just completely lost the will to shoot stuff about two and a half weeks in whenever i was hiking i was like this is just so hard that i need to put one foot in front of the other yeah, well, you could definitely tell the quality of my videos personally. Even I thought they went down probably about New York because that's when I started to get really tired. Um, I try to do my best, but man, when it's raining out and it's thirty degrees, you don't want to you don't want to film. And then I pushed myself just so I wouldn't get behind in the editing because once I get behind on one video, I'm not I'm not going to vlog anymore. Seriously, so I would I would hike all day, vlog it, and then. At eight o'clock, I'd be in my hammock or whatever, be in bed, and I would be sitting there while everybody else is snoring. I'd be sitting there on my phone on Kindmaster editing the video just so I wouldn't get behind. And same way with when you go into the hostels, you know, you want to just relax, talk to your buds. But you know, I took a you know, it took a couple hours to edit every night, try to make a good some good content just to you know push push that one person to get out on the trail and do it themselves. Yes. Well, it made a huge difference, man. There are a lot of people that really just loved following along with what was going on. I talked to several people that said you were the only one they stuck with. Like they've watched oh, other wow. people do it, but you were the only one they actually stuck with and watched the entire time. I don't know uh, why. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got we got another question for you on here. Uh, have you ever considered the frozen trail or the Florida trail through hiking? Another one was uh, same question. You ever considered the Florida? I think we were just talking about this before we got online. We were, man. I don't know if I can get past them alligators, dude. Being with, there's there's certain sections where you're underwater all day, and you got to worry about you know water snakes, copperheads, and alligators. I guess being in a hammock, it wouldn't be so bad. Just in case you need to string up over the swamp, but maybe one day. I don't know. I think it's way down on the totem pole, though. For now. Yeah, it's so hot too, man. I love the ticker you guys got going again. I really enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> Just started reading everything. <laughs> that so about the Florida Trail, my wife and I a while back 
we, uh, you know, we're in our careers, blah, blah, blah. And we're just working and living life. And we were looking at maybe moving to Florida. It's hot. And then I was like, well, I could do the Florida trail, you know, in the wintertime. But, man, you watch other people's videos and you research it and you're like walking through waist-deep water and you maybe you step on an alligator. You know, I, I wasn't at the time even thinking about the wildlife, but yeah, walking through that water, that just sounds awful. I, uh, second, what's his name, Second Chance? Second Chance, yeah. Yeah, I, I saw, I follow him on Instagram, and I saw him, he posted something about, like, this is how you take a break and cool down, and he was literally just sitting. <laughs> sitting in the water. Yeah, yeah. Up, to his, <laughs> up to his neck, cooling off, and I was like, you know, I just don't think that's for me. No offense, all you Florida people, but... <laughs> I just There's a lot of trails it. out there. I think I'll, you know, maybe one day, right? Yeah. There are yeah. literally thousands of them. Yeah. And, you know, that's, that's, but, you know, you look at someone like Jupiter and he's done it like oh. seven times. Dude, he's my man crush for real. I love him. <laughs> Everything about him. <laughs> well, I know we're, we're talking with him right now, trying to figure out a date to get him on here. So nice. Uh, I, I'll look forward to that one. He's definitely one of those guys that we want to get on here, but he, I think he's done it like seven times or something. He's, crazy he's like that. so amazing. Like he's the dude that I turn to for gear advice and just get me a better, better hiker out there. Like he's, he's just awesome. I, I sound like I'm sucking up, but yeah, he's the man. <laughs> well, and he's freaking hilarious. Oh yeah. Like I, I love when he does a comedy video. Like, like he just makes fun of everybody. Like nobody's Think of the weight savings. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> that, exactly. one, that one's cracked me up. He'll get you ultralight, man. You were pre ultralight yourself doing like, I guess that you were on a time crunch whenever you, you were doing the AT. And so I you, was, you know, you already have been backpacking for years. So you kind of got your gear dialed in, but mm-hmm. <laughs> Jupiter, he is like, <laughs> I'm just going to lay on the ground man on ha- yeah. like a quarter pad but you hammock the whole way right mm-hmm. except yeah, the did. smokies what what it what'd you do about if, if you did hammock in the smokies you don't have to say so but what did you do whenever you went to the smokies and you're supposed to stay in those shelters yeah so i didn't like that so what what i had done was i still carried my hammock and tarp set up but yeah. I, in the uh the fontana lodge right before you enter the smokies and go up the first hill uh, i sent myself my uh thermarest neo air x therm Okay. Uh, so I just, I did have to stay in four, uh, was it three shelters? Um, and so it was, it was actually great because, uh, it was a little bit colder than, um, than I wanted to be with just uh, a single, uh, 20 degree quilt. So I just stacked mm-hmm. my under quilt on top of that. And I essentially had like a zero degree quilt. I was nice and toasty, uh, the whole way, but, um, yeah, I'd rather would have been allowed to stay outside the shelters. Yeah. yeah. Dude, yeah. whenever I was on the long trail, there's two people in my trail family that they both had hammocked the whole way, but sometimes you're just above tree line, and so yeah. they make mm-hmm. you stay in the shelters like no matter what. There's a yeah. couple of times that the people at the shelter, it was like completely empty, and the, there's somebody that lives at the shelter during the backpacking season, and they let them oh. set up their hammocks like in the rafters on the upper deck. <laughs> which is super cool, but yeah, some of them, they had to sleep in the shelters. So like one of them, <laughs> he'd just lay on his trash bag that goes inside his backpack. I was like, man, that has to be the worst not sleep ever. Yeah, for he real. Went from hammocking to laying on wood slats. So, so last, like February 28th or 2020, 
it was me and then I think seven or eight other YouTubers. We got together and went up and backpacked with Dan Becker up in Wisconsin in February. And uh, we had a couple guys from Minnesota come down. Art, Rob Pelton and, and Jeremy LaCroix came down. The Shill Brothers came up. Uh, Chad from UGQ was there. Obviously, Dan was there. Well, we all hiked down to the shelters each night. And we'd all, most of us were in hammocks. And so we had our hammocks set up all over the place. So we get the second night and we go down and we walk and look at the shelter. There's eye hooks up in here. <laughs> we hung four wow. hammocks in that shelter. Like there were four <laughs> hammocks in that shelter. It was me and Chad and Rob and Jeremy were all in there. And I was talking to Andy Schill and I said, man, sorry, we didn't have enough room for you. He goes, I'm not sleeping there with a bunch of you snores. There's no way I'm sleeping there with yeah. you guys. Bunch so, of stinky snores. Well, and that was the weekend I found out that I had uh, I had COVID. So we don't even want to talk about that story. Oh, that, was, that was a fun week. That was pre-COVID um, awareness, though. That was that was before anybody knew what it was. Yeah. 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 You were a wow. super spreader. John the super I, went to, I went to this conference thing down in Florida a week later. I probably spread it across 20 different states and didn't know it. Well, how would you I know? I didn't know what it was at the time. So, Well, let me ask you this, uh, Frozen. Since you had the hammock, you stay away from everybody, all the snorers? Or did you bring earplugs? How would you do it? I, I, yeah, I brought earplugs. The, the heroes work really well because they're like the ones that like blow up in your ear. Um, yeah. yep. I One of our family members was the worst snorer. Catman do uh, love him to death, but man, I, sometimes I got stuck with him in the the same room in the hostels or something. But I, I try to try to stay way away from. See, from I him. think the people that snore should give comfort to the people that don't snore. Like it should no. almost be like a like a <laughs> no. lullaby being sung to them. I mean, Jeremiah, he always he'll never sleep near me, and it really hurts my feelings. I Dude, just don't understand it. You remember John? <laughs> you and I met up with Jason Wish and Mister Backpacking with Jason, sir, at Red River Gorge not yeah. too long ago. Yeah, and. We, so we all had hammocks, and then uh, Jason and I had tents. So I let everybody set up, and then I went like a hundred yards away. away. Yeah, like the next <laughs> campsite down, way down the trail. Somebody commented on that video recently, and uh, they were like, "I was just wondering if uh, you all ran out of room or something. Like, why do you go backpacking with people and then you go stay at a camp like at a different campsite?" <laughs> And I'm just like, man, if you had to stay with those guys, you'd know exactly why. You just sleep. I'm a light sleeper as it is. You yeah, sleep I'm just away. singing you a song at night. That's all it is. I'm just singing you a song. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the song of your peoples. Yep, that, is, that is the song yep. of my people that I'm uh-huh. singing. Spoken like a true <laughs> snorer, dude. <laughs> we got another comment on here. Frozen is partially to blame for the exponential <laughs> amount of gear I've acquired over the past few years. You're welcome. <laughs> Did you do did you do a whole lot of tarpless um frozen whenever you No, got not one night I set it up every night. Really? Yeah, something yeah. about it. I got a the one time the one time I did it, I had a bad experience. It rained that night, so I I just haven't done it again. So I haven't even I didn't even film that. That was on the Laurel Highlands trip that I didn't film. How but yeah. How Let fast? Let me ask you this. Like, this is a question that Jeremiah and I ask everybody. Okay. We both like to go on on like shorter trips and not video anything and just enjoy the the trip. Mm. Uh, do you do that? I do, but see the thing is, I've talked about this before, but I don't tell anyone because everybody will get, get mad if I don't film it, which is funny. <laughs> but yeah, sometimes I, I do sneak one in there. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I do it. I'm the worst for it, man. You know, I will actually go out. I'll take my camera and everything and, and like start to film, 
And then halfway through, I'll be like, not happening, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've had that bend. same thing, dude. It just, it's hard. It's harder than people think, I think. Yeah. Well, with all that said, are you going to vlog the PCT? Oh, yeah, for sure. So the, the, the plan is, uh, you know, save the money up. Obviously, YouTube is generating a, not a lot, but enough to help help get me on the PCT. So I'm really relying on the subscribers to actually support that hike, and then I'll give back as much as I possibly can with information after I get back. Yeah, That's cool. The YouTube it definitely helps offset the cost of like the gear yeah. and the travel and all that. For sure, it's very expensive. How much did you? Uh, how much did you spend on the AT and how much are you trying to have at least saved back for the PCT? It was um it was the the average uh $1000 per month when you add in, you know, all your resupplies, your hostel stays, your gear breakdowns, your shoes especially. So, about 1000, maybe a little less. Through New York was really expensive because the hotels there um well, first of all, you're not allowed to hitchhike in New York or New Jersey. I found that out after we hitchhiked. <laughs> Don't tell anyone. Uh, but yeah, they're like a hundred dollars a night, so you'd cram four or five people in there, split it four ways. But uh, yeah, they're it's expensive through New York for sure. Uh, my wife Bridget and I, um, we're wanting to do the Camino de Santiago, which is across Spain. Yeah, and the the plane ticket for both of us over there, the hostel stays every night because you don't bring a shelter. And then, yeah, you have to stay in the hostels. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm kind of like roping her in, like, <laughs> this is not exactly the whole backcountry experience. It's a whole lot more culture. But she's like, yeah. well, we can go, but I hope you know we're going to vacation while we're there too. So, like, I, I don't know how much that's going to cost, but I figure, <laughs> man, this is going to set me back <laughs> like a cool eight G's probably. <laughs> Something like that. Depending, yeah. Yeah, because that's a month. Yeah. 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 That's a for long sure. time. So, got some comments for you. Rob Pelton, actually, we just talked about a few seconds ago. Big influence for me to backpack and do YouTube. Keep a rock and frozen. Thanks, man. Uh, we got, I started hiking the SHT only because of frozen. Didn't even know wow. it existed. Wow. Uh, that was a good trail. One. Yeah. When I first started, had all my gear picked out, then discovered Frozen's vids. I changed everything <laughs> and still have it today. <laughs> Um, and then uh, here, here's a, here's one I wasn't expecting. Thanks thanks to this show, I haven't heard of this guy bringing new subscribers. So we just hey, come on in. Today. <laughs> and then here's the one that's going to touch your heart the most. Frozen first introduced me to the ramen bomb. I like ramen. I like potatoes, but this didn't do it for me at all. Is he still eating this concoction? So are you still? Are you still? No, I guess I got sick of it. I, I, it's yucky. I don't like it anymore. I, I, had, I had a lot on the AT, just mashed potatoes in general. I just ugh, can't. I can't eat them. Well, with Maybe that in said, a couple years. With that said, I want to do a little something here. This was something we introduced last week. It's called Rapid Fire. So we're going to ask five questions real quick of you, but Jeremiah can't listen to him. So right. Jeremiah has to take his headphones <laughs> off right now, and I'll give him the old thumbs up when it's time to put him back on. So uh, so we're going to ask nice. you five questions. I want to hear your answers, but I don't want them to influence Jeremiah's answers. And they have to be quick, rapid fire, two or three seconds, and give us your answer. So okay. it's a lot of pressure. And it does feel like a lot of pressure. If you wrong, you'll probably lose all your subscribers. Yeah, just it, go ahead and subscribe right now. It's going to destroy your whole reputation because of this. <laughs> um, so what is the longest day of hiking you've done? 
mile uh, wise? 30, 33 miles in Pennsylvania along the AT, and it sucked. <laughs> really? Yeah. It was well on the AT. I did thirty six miles Oil Creek in one day. Wow, wow, that's that a lot rough. of miles. Yeah. Well, if you I wouldn't recommend it. Mm-mm. Oh, I'm not going to do it. Probably just to be honest with you, probably not going to make it happen. But that's yeah. okay. <laughs> so, if you could only have one food on the trail, what would it be? Um, uh, uh, Northside fettuccine Alfredo for sure. Yum yum. Really? Yeah, that's pretty good. Fettuccine Alfredo. That's yeah. cool. I've I've had that one. That's actually really good. Uh, so, what is your worst gear failure? My worst gear failure. That was um, that was whenever my rain jacket leaked out uh, during a 33 degree day, and then it immediately dropped to 18 degrees in the morning. Really? Yeah, like I I could have broke it on a side of a tree if I if I wanted to. <laughs> it was oh it was really gosh. crappy. That's awful. Yeah. So, what's your next bucket list hike? I think we might have talked about it earlier. Um, well, it was, it was the, uh, the Te Aurora. I'd really like to go there, but, um, yeah, the, the quarantine still exists. So I don't, I don't know. It's, you spend all that money and then still have to quarantine for two weeks. So maybe yeah. soon. We'll see. Uh, so last question. Are you a, an alcohol or canister stove guy and why? I, the AT actually converted me in to canisters and I actually do both now. I like them both equally. Uh, I like canisters in the winter, but I like alcohol stoves as it gets warmer. Okay, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. So, all right, let's see if Jeremiah is as good a backpacker as you are. We'll see what his, <laughs> what his answers are. So, give Jeremiah the old thumbs up to go ahead and put his headphones on. Let's see what we got here. We should have messed with him for longer than that. I know. We should have kept him off the line like, hey. for a lot longer just talked about him. I know so, you all are just doing that so that I can't talk. <laughs> people are in here going uh people are in here going jeremiah's trying to read lips I, I did i read this on john's lips every time frozen would answer i saw a big really <laughs> after, after every answer. i only did that like every answer stop it so, uh, okay jeremiah you got two or three seconds to answer these and these can't be the same two or three seconds you had the last time you did this okay so, the kentucky you, got, you gotta go quicker seconds. they're gonna ride you hard in the comments again <laughs> so jeremiah what is the longest day of hiking you've done mileage wise uh probably 23 miles 23 miles if you could have any one food on the trail what would it be oh my gosh dude that's an impossible question <laughs> that is not an impossible question. Frozen I'm going to say it, like, immediately he had one. Um, I don't know. I guess uh, probably a steak, maybe. Uh, I would have said steak, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I know we See, can have steak on the trail. Lord, man, we'll hook you up with some steaks. Uh, what's your worst gear failure, Jeremiah? Oh. I haven't had a whole lot of gear failures. Probably the rain fly on our north face. They straight up had to replace it. It it broke three times. <laughs> yeah. So I sent it back and nice. forth. Frozen's was a rain jacket that leaked out in 30-degree rain, and then it dropped to 18 degrees after that. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, I have – this isn't really a gear failure. 
it is kind of my fault, but my BRS stove, one time I was boiling water and I was in a shelter and it was sitting there on the stove or the pot was sitting on the stove full of water and it slid right off, fell on the <laughs> table and all the water poured right into my open backpack on top of my sleeping pad and clothes. Oh, no. So I'm going to blame that on BRS because that they is did. no chance. That's an ID10T error. No, That's all that is. They, did, they need more traction on the stove. That's what that is. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll go with that. So, um, Jeremiah, what's your next bucket list hike? Oh, I, right now I just want to focus on completing sec, doing my section hikes of the Shell Toei. So I'm like 150 miles in. So we're almost halfway. Very cool. So, alcohol stoves or canister stoves? Oh, canister all the way. Alcohol, thumbs down. <laughs> okay, let's go through this real quick. First question was, what's the longest day of hiking you've done? Frozen said 33. You said it's 37, by the way. Sorry. Oh, 37. I looked 37. it up. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Gross. That was too much. <laughs> I think he wins on that one. Um. The, the food that you can have on trail, he said Northside's fettuccine Alfredo. You said steak. I got to side with the steak on that one. I mean, there's, yeah, me I, too. So it's one for one. You guys are tied up right now. It's all tied up. What is your worst gear failure? The rain jacket has to beat out the rain fly. Like when you could pick your, when you could pick your jacket up and hold it up sideways and it's as solid as a board. Mm-hmm. Winner. Isn't it so, funny? Uh, it's both rain. Ne- how odd. What's that? Isn't it funny? It's both rain. Rain got his both, bro. Cold my biggest gear failure yeah. was my cell phone getting destroyed by the rain. And it was supposed to be a waterproof phone. Oh. Like, I, yeah, so. Wow. Yeah. I'm yeah. Phone, so I don't get it. It was the iPhone at 10. Okay, yeah, I would never get and, an iPhone. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're not an Apple guy, which is fine. No. But uh, you're, an, you're, you're a computer guy. Computer guys don't like Macs. Um, <laughs> So uh, the next bucket list hike, you said the Sheltoe Trace, which is you know how much I love that trail. Mm-hmm. Um, but he said the Terrora, and uh, which, come on, I don't know about tell, that tell trail. Us, tell tell us a little bit about the Terrora. I don't know much about it either, to be honest with you. I mean, it's uh, it's just you, you got to look at. I can't even explain it. it. Just look it up on Google Images. You'll be amazed. It's like the PCT on steroids. Wow, that sounds a lot better than Sheltoe. Right, yeah. Sheltoe's <laughs> good. Sheltoe's good. Sheltoe, you just got to keep from getting bit by dogs. Yeah. Which, yeah. by the way, I don't know if, if you, like, I, I, they have this one section you go through, and they got these dogs, and they, sur- I, I was solo hiking at the time, and they had these guys, these dogs surrounding me, and uh, they all barked and left me alone. Then I go up the road about a mile, and they, this one dog comes out, it's like a boxer or something, and it's on my tail, and it's just, it's barking as loud as it can and i look up the mountain or up the hill from me and sprinting down the hills this other dog coming at me at 100 miles an hour Uh-oh. and i had pepper spray with me because i wasn't gonna i didn't want to hurt the dogs but at the same time i'm not i'm not getting bit i mean i'm just not getting bit so i pull out the pepper spray and that thing got maybe within a foot of my leg and i spray that thing right on the nose it yipped and ran <laughs> off and the other one saw what i did and smelled the pepper and just took away it took off itself and uh is it but i mean what was it jupiter got bit on the shell yeah. toey. No way. Yeah, he got that. bit on the shell toey. I knew he was doing FKT and then decided to just enjoy it a little more. But is well, it? He, he didn't have much of a choice after he got bit. He kind of had to, <laughs> he was going for the FKT at that point. <laughs> the old rabies. Time. It'll get you every yeah, time. Every time. You should, is, you should 
watch his story about him sleeping under uh, a highway bridge and a guy comes up with a shotgun. I think it was a shotgun and started questioning him. Oh yeah. That was uh, he was doing the international AT, I think at the time. The what? Wow. The the so the international AT goes all the way up to Canada. Oh, so it keeps and going. And it starts in like the the keys or something. Yeah. Wow. I had yeah, a friend who actually she did that. Wow, that's, did awesome. that. that's a lot of miles. He doesn't remember most of it, but we won't talk about why. So <laughs> the last question was alcohol or canister stove and why? Frozen actually says canister in the winter and alcohol in the summer. Oh, I Jeremiah, didn't even, I didn't even get a why. You just gave me the choice. I said and why. Oh, sorry. Poor listening skills upon my part. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I have to listen. But I all think day. after looking at this, uh, regardless of your why, I think Frozen won. I think he's the better hiker. Let's agree to disagree. Oh, thanks. I think, <laughs> I think he's the better hiker. I think we're just different hikers in different ways, and we can both hike, be good. Hike hikers. your own hike, right? Yeah, cliche <laughs> but true. It's cliche, right? Thanks, Frozen. I'll sleep fine tonight. <laughs> okay, so somebody made this comment. I have to comment on this. They said your your iPhone X must have taken a really bad swim. It didn't go underwater. It got rained on. Like it died from being rained on. Do you have a case on it? Yes. That's why. Yeah, and I figured that out stuck. later. But yeah, it never once was immersed in water. But yeah, it just it died. It was miserable. <laughs> Dude, I had an iPhone 6s that died on trail. Whenever I was doing the uh, the Tennessee version of the JMT. But, oh yeah. Yeah, I I may have told this story before, so I'll make it quick. Basically, I was laying in my tent. It's one of those one-person tarp tents, the bivy style. No offense, tarp tent. I do not recommend the bivy style. It's not for me, but your other tents are good. And (laughs) I remember I was watching this UK game. We strategically camped on a ridge so that I would have service and I could stream the game. So we won the football game, and then our coach comes up where like the little, you know, the ESPN reporter shoves the microphone in your face, and it's like, blah, blah, blah. And then you're like, what? And then they repeat the question, and then you answer it. Okay, right as he went to answer it, phone just screen didn't work the rest of the trip. Still had two days of hiking. Wow. Yeah. Oh, man. Had Jeez. paper maps, luckily, because the person yeah. I was with is Bridget's dad, and Bridget's dad has used a flip phone up until this previous year. <laughs> He's got an iPhone now. <laughs> he hasn't made Facebook yet. So I'm afraid I, whenever he makes I'm not jealous. I'm jealous of that part. I don't want to be on Facebook. I hate Facebook. I hate Facebook too. That I can't stand me it. Nuts. So uh, I'm okay with not being on that one. If I could find a good excuse just to never ever get on Facebook again, I would I would do it. Fake a book. Everybody's yeah. posting their fake lives. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but there so, is there's good stuff like on the groups. You can sell your backpack and yeah. gear and you can like That's buy cars and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I follow I like the penguins, and then I try to answer questions that the the AT groups are asking. Like, do I need a bear canister a hundred times? And yeah, but the stuff. the the three page political post and all that <laughs> double thumbs down, yeah, bro. No, right, for sure. Okay, so question for you: You're from? Are you from the Pittsburgh area? Yeah. Okay. Well, not originally. I'm so, originally from Virginia, but I was only there okay. for like a week. So I'm I'm from Pittsburgh. Yeah. Cool. So, so are you a Steelers fan? No. Oh, John, Once I get rid of Roethlisberger awesome. and Tomlin, then I'll be all, I'll be all a Steelers fan. 
John was so ready. I am a huge Browns fan, and I was going to talk Pittsburgh. crap to you. I was going to talk crap to you because my Browns were actually getting better. <laughs> nah. and now, but now I'm just I like you more because of the fact <laughs> okay. you live near Pittsburgh and you don't like the Steelers. So I'm I'm I'm. Cool it's not now. that I I don't I don't dislike them. I just I like the Penguins better. I, I'm yeah. a hockey guy. Yeah, I had a buddy in college. Uh, he was a huge Penguins fan. We actually took our spring break and we went to Pittsburgh. We went to uh, Toronto and we came back down through Chicago. And we watched uh, NHL games at all of those. My subscriber yeah. counts dropping. Hold on a minute. Wait, crap. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> so, OK, so let's talk about something that's not backpacking related. You went from being a single dude. Living on his own to being a dad in about 13 seconds. Yeah. So what was that change like for you? It was harder than the AT. I'll tell you that. I'm still, it's a, it's been a great experience. It really has. I'm not just saying that uh, these kids, uh, you know, Chrissy had two kids going into the relationship. These kids look up to me. We just got done playing. I just taught my Stepdaughter had to play blackjack, which would teach her how to count. She's in kindergarten, uh, and she beat me twice in a row, which I really don't want to talk about. But um, <laughs> wow. you can just see the love in the you know the children's eyes. It's just it's great. It's a great feeling being that role model in these kids' lives. And uh, the coolest thing is they both want to go camping, so I think I'm going to take them car camping this summer once it warms up. That's cool. I'm taking my four-year-old daughter car camping this summer. She, I told her uh, last awesome. year she wanted to go last year, and I said you're not potty trained. I said <laughs> if you want to go, if you want to go car camping, you got to be potty trained. So yeah, mm-hmm. at, like within two weeks, she was potty trained. Okay. And so, so this year we're we're gonna go car camping, and we're gonna see how she does. And if she does well a couple times with that, we may try and do like an overnight backpacking trip and see how she does. With they that. they beg me to go. I was like, guys, we're doing thirty miles. You're not gonna make it. We did two miles, and they were crying. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, I I can see I can see both of them wanting to get out and do some stuff with me. So that's that's really cool. Now, how old Jeremiah's ahead the curve on us though. Though he's ahead of the curve on us. He's already taken his dogs out, so he's already beat us to <laughs> taking the kids out backpacking. I'm not one of those people who claims that their dogs are children. <laughs> you can call me a dog dad, but that's nowhere close to actually having kids. I can only imagine uh, the joy, but also the uh, the difficulty that comes with having kids. You know? There's a lot of pressure, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely. Cool. It's a, especially if you haven't been doing it the whole time. You know, from birth, it's just you kind of get thrown into the mix. Yeah. How but, old are the kids? Uh, six and seven. Okay, so when you do the PCT, I saw that uh, at the time <laughs> she was your girlfriend, and she got to come visit you, and I guarantee you that yeah. was absolutely wonderful. Because whenever I was away from Bridget for, I was like two and a half weeks in, and I was like, the only thing I want right now is be able to see my wife, like I miss, yeah, see mm-hmm. my family. So yeah. I'm sure that was wonderful. But do you think that they'll all get to come visit you whenever you're on the trail out there? I mean, it's it's far. It's a lot farther than any of the the AT states. So I'm not expecting anything. I would absolutely love for that to happen, mm-hmm. but. I don't know, especially with the, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the breadwinner of the family. She does work. Uh, she does make decent money, but I don't know if we're going to be able to do the whole plane ticket thing back and forth. Yeah. It's so expensive. we will see, you know, so what you're there, saying technology, is go fund me. Start a go fund me. Nah, see, the, I don't, uh, see, I'm not, no, nah, I'm not even going to say it. No, no, 
Jeremiah, no. we got a new we got a new goal, man. We're gonna raise money for Frozen's wife to go see him. We'll get you a sponsor. <laughs> we'll see <laughs> see if you there can uh, see if you can get some family time. You're right though. Yeah. You know, like it. There's a big difference between like whenever you used to through hike versus now and. You know, I, I, I was joking around the other day, like my wife and I, whenever we were we were kids, right, and we started dating, we were in high school, and you'd just lay and talk on the phone, and then you'd fall asleep, and it'd still be on the phone. The kids today, they like set their phone up and FaceTime each other and fall asleep FaceTiming each other. Wow, that's so, weird. <laughs> I, th- oh, I can't imagine doing that. I, I think it's odd too, but I'm saying that while you're out there, at least with the technology, how you can stay right. in touch with like satellite communication, and when you have service, you can FaceTime. It's not the same yeah. as being able to like actually be there and right. uh, you know see them face to face. But at least the technology enables you to stay close. You know, and you share the moments. And, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and she'll get to watch your videos. At least get right. A she taste. was she was actually the one uploading the videos. Like I would send her the the final you know, video, but she would ultimately be the one to title it and do all the crazy stuff. So I didn't have wow, to, so she, she helped really me cool. out. I'm not sure I could have done that whole editing thing because it was a lot harder than I expected. Yeah. That was very yeah. nice of her. Well, I mean, nice just even, just even someone putting the tags in, you know, how long the tags take. Yes. If people have no, <laughs> people have no idea that no. don't do any mm-hmm. videos. Nope. Oh, it's a lot of work. Most annoying part isn't the editing; it's it's titling and thumbnails and all that other thumbnails. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Pulling that one screen out of the, your video to do a thumbnail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and hoping that it's in focus. <laughs> that's, that's the kicker. You got to hope that it's yeah. actually in focus. Right. So, well, we are we are at the fifty-five uh, minute mark. It goes well, pretty fast. fast. Yeah, it, it always yeah. does. But. uh we got a lot. Of, we actually have some people on here who don't know you, apparently. That which I didn't think that Excellent. would be possible. But uh, do you want to give everybody the best ways to find you online? Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm on a couple of different social media platforms. Mainly, I, I stick to YouTube. You can find me just uh, Outdoor Adventures. I'll be the first thing that comes up. Uh, Instagram's really long. It's Frozen's Outdoor Adventures. So if you want to type that whole thing, I'm always posting pictures up there. And I just got back from a trip in West Virginia, where it got down to. 16 degrees and it was a real fun time so be sure to follow that's crazy (laughs) that's cold (laughs) so what's what's the next trip you're heading on i am not sure at this point i know it's going to be in two weeks i just don't know where i'm going yet i have a big list of all these uh like a big notepad file of places that people say hey you should check out this place you should check out here so I just kind of run through the list, whatever looks good, and fits in within driving distance, and it works out with my time frame. I try to go. Very cool, man. Very cool. Uh, stick around. We're gonna we're gonna start wrapping things up. But stick around. Don't go anywhere. Uh, definitely want to talk to you a little bit after this. And we do. I know if I'm speaking for Jeremiah, myself, and probably backpacking, Mister Backpacking with Jason, sir, we can throw him in there too. But uh, <laughs> anytime you want to come down the Red River Gorge, you just let us know. We'll get you a steak. We'll, we'll mm-hmm. make sure we feed you the right way. Alrighty. So. So thanks a lot, man. You got anything else, no Mr. Problem. Jeremiah? Uh, if you do want to come down to the gorge, man, uh, I think Ben lives fairly close to you, so you all should carpool and see if we can do an overnight or something. And when are you going? Well, that's up to you, bro. Whenever, okay. <laughs> whenever you're free, we'll talk off air and uh, yeah, maybe be, be able to set something up for the summertime or something. Okay, sounds good. 
Awesome. Good deal, man. Appreciate it. Thanks. Well, I had a thank great time, again, everybody. Yeah, yes, sir. We'll sure. talk to you later. All right. See you guys. Always, man. What is it with these guys? They're great. Cool catch, I can't bro. Think, we haven't had a bad guest yet. No. <laughs> no. It's always a good time, dude. Every single time. Every single time. So, Jeremiah, who do we have on next week? We have Rue McKenrick. And if you haven't you said his name right this time, <laughs> you say his name wrong. No, that's you, bro. That's not me. <laughs> let the let the record show. It is Rue McKenrick. If you haven't heard of him, you should go follow him on Instagram right now and check out what he's doing. He's doing the American Perimeter Trail, which is basically devoting his life to making a trail all around the U.S., and uh, around the perimeter of the u.s yes it's insane so we've had him on before i encourage you to go check out that episode um in anticipation for next week's live stream yeah he is probably one of the kindest people that i think we've ever met just he's genuinely kind person yeah and absolutely loves the backcountry absolutely so uh jeremiah you got any trips coming up well I I don't know. Hopefully, I know you and I may have something in the works with uh, a former guest that we had on that does a lot to give back to um, just wildlife in general. The backcountry yep. cleans up a lot. So if we can go on that, hopefully there. And then maybe we have spring break pretty soon. So maybe I'll mm. get to get out in the woods. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, your, your well, I was supposed to go to Land Between the Lakes tomorrow. And the two guys I was going with, one of them had to pull out for uh, something going on, like health-wise. And the other guy, his wife had something health-wise. So they both had to go to the hospital for two different things. Oh, no. So so I'm probably just going to go hide somewhere tomorrow night. I'm going to go find a place to spend the night and just go sleep in my hammock for a night and not tell anybody where and just enjoy being away from all humanity. That sounds amazing, yeah. Because so, you had um, you had a little knee trouble yourself. Now you're getting all healed up. Yeah, dude. This is the first time I'll. This will be the first trip I've had since the beginning of January, um, when I jacked my knee up. So, oh, you're kind of to excited get to get back out, man. I've missed it. It's driving me nuts not being out there. So, pretty excited, man. Pretty excited. But uh, just a reminder to everybody: as soon as you get off here tonight, head over to the Backpacking Podcast YouTube channel. And make sure that you get subscribed to that so when we switch everything over in June, you guys will be able to catch every single episode of these live streams on there. Absolutely. And thank you, everybody, for joining us. I really appreciate all the love, all the kindness on not only our channels, but supporting the podcast in general and uh, interacting with the awesome guests we have. It's always fun. And definitely support Frozen. Definitely support Frozen and his channel and make sure you drop him some money so he can get plane tickets for his wife because we want her to get out there to California and see him. That would be wonderful. So that needs to happen. We got to figure out a way to make that happen, man. That's all I'm going to say. So with that said, thanks so much for everybody for tuning in to the Backpacking Podcast. We'll catch you on the next one. Adios. Adios.